Welcome to the Notespire Music Artist Impact Podcast, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. Here's your host, Nate Miller. And welcome back, my friends, to another episode of the Artist Impact Podcast here at Notespire Radio. I'm your host for this episode, Nate Miller. Paul Gibbs will be back with us again shortly. And uh, we got a great episode for you this time. We're going to be talking about 10 ideas for staying inspired and motivated as an independent Christian musician. How many people out there have gotten to a place where you just felt stuck? You know, you've been going at it for a while, trying to write, trying to promote yourself, um, just trying to stay fresh and relevant and um, out there in the public eye or or whatever is your intent for your music ministry. And sometimes you just hit roadblocks, um, you hit walls, or you just, you don't feel like moving forward. You get stuck. Um, could be for any number of reasons. And uh, sometimes you just need a little bit of inspiration to stay motivated, to keep moving forward. And so that's what we're going to talk about this episode. I also have three more Christian music um, trivia questions for you. And uh, yeah, let's get started here. So hopefully you guys are doing well. It's been a little while since I've been on one of these podcasts, and uh, I'm glad to be back with you. Um, it's it's currently fall. We're, I'm recording this in October, early October of 2023. Uh, the leaves are changing out there. It's getting cooler. It's starting to have to uh, dress a little warmer in the morning. It's still getting hot in the afternoon and the evening. But, uh, you know, winter is coming, as they say. So I do love the fall. I was born in the fall, and I just it's my favorite um, holiday or favorite season of the year, I should say. How about you guys out there? Anybody else um, a big fan of fall? And if not, what's your favorite season? You can email us at info at notespiremusic.com and let us know. Maybe let us know why. All right, well, we're going to start this episode, as we usually do, with um, some Christian music trivia questions. And again, some of these are really simple, I think, and some of them may be a little bit harder, but um, let's try this one. All right, this one might be a harder one, depending on the type of music that you listen to or don't listen to. So the question is, which Christian rapper gained widespread recognition for his album called Anomaly, which contained hits like the song, I'll Find You? Okay, so a Christian rapper... Uh, he gained wide, widespread recognition for his album entitled Anomaly, and that album included hits like the song I'll Find You. Who was that Christian rapper? All right, that's question number one. Question number two, what Christian band known for their blend of rock and worship music released the album entitled Zion featuring the song Oceans? Okay. Some of you might know just from that song title. Um, I did not know the album title, but maybe you do. So again, what Christian band, who's known for their blend of rock and worship, um, released the album called Zion, featuring the song Oceans? All right, that's our second question. All right, third question. Again, I think this is an easy one, but maybe not if you are new to Christian music or just listen to different, a different style. But how about this one? Who is the Christian music artist behind the song I Can Only Imagine, which became a crossover hit on mainstream charts? Okay, again, who was the Christian artist um, who's responsible for the song I Can Only Imagine, which not only charted in Christian music, but was a, a crossover hit on mainstream charts as well? All right, so those are your three questions to think about as we go through this episode. 
And um, if you don't know them, you can always Google them. <laughs> uh, like most of us probably will. All right. So those are your questions. And like I said, we're going to talk about staying motivated um, as an independent Christian musician. Uh, you know, I think these things are good for any musicians because let's face it, it's hard to stay um, motivated in everything that we do. And sometimes we just need a little bit of help. Um, things can get us down. Uh, again, we can hit walls or run into roadblocks, just get discouraged. And so, you know, what are some things that, you know, we can look to some kind of concrete ideas that might help us to get over these um, ruts so that we can keep moving forward and keep being creative and inspired in what we do and motivated to do what God has called us to do through the music he's gifted us with. Okay, so I have 10 ideas here for you. Um, the first one is collaboration. And we've talked a lot about that on this channel. Collaborate with other musicians. If you've done it before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you've never tried collaborating, songwriting with somebody, brainstorming, so many different things, ways you can use collaboration in your music. If you've never tried collaborating, um, partnering with another person in your the creative aspect of your songwriting, you really you can't uh, you can't understand it. I should say until you actually try it. You know, many of us were sort of lone warriors. Um, if you're not in a band, you know, you don't play with other people. Maybe you're a single singer songwriter. You, there's power in that. You know, you can be very original and you control all the creative um, input into that. But sometimes that, that can be a rut you can get stuck in. Um, you have no other people influencing what you're doing. It's all you. And um, that's great for originality. But there comes a point where your ideas kind of become stale. Um, there's no new life being breathed into it. And sometimes just having a person come in beside you with just the slightest different perspective or outlook with ideas that you never would think of can just breathe a whole new life into what you're doing. It doesn't mean that you can't still maintain creative control of your music, but partnering with somebody, whether it's one person or multiple people, can be a great way to just see things from a different angle and to come up with ideas that you never would have on your own. And, you know, the final product is always greater than the sum of its parts. You have your part, you have the, the, the part of the other person or people, and it comes together and creates something way bigger and better and more inspired than what you could do on your own. So again, if you've tried collaboration, you know what I'm talking about. If you've never done it or if you never, you've never thought about it, you might want to give that a try if you're feeling stuck or if you feel like you've run out of ideas on your own. You know, you sort of used all of your songwriting ideas you're starting to use the same melodies or the same chord progressions and uh, those sort of things, and you need some new ideas, try working with somebody else. So seek out opportunities to work with fellow Christian musicians. You can collaborate on projects, whether it's your own or other people's projects, and that can bring fresh ideas and energy to your music, keeping you motivated. And that's the other thing. Maybe it's not just the ideas. It could just be the energy behind what you're doing. You know, if you have been at this for a while, maybe it's run its course, you know, and you kind of feel like, ah, man, I don't, I just, I've done some, all these, you know, I've written a whole album of songs, or maybe you've just come off of a tour or whatever, and you just kind of feel like, I don't know, I don't feel like keep moving forward. Someone coming alongside of you who is just, you know, maybe they have just been motivated or inspired, or they're kind of new to their game, they can bring, bring in a breath of fresh air. And just inspire you to be more excited about what you're doing 
if that's what you need at the time. So our first point here is collaboration. Give it a try. All right. Second point, way to stay motivated is to set clear goals. It sounds really simple and it is, but you don't, you would not believe how important and effective this is. Think about it. If you have a boat in a harbor and you let, let it loose, you know, take, you know, take the anchor up, untie it from the dock and just push it out. Where's that boat going to end up? It's going to float around. It might get out of the harbor. Probably not, but it's going to float aimlessly because it has no destination. It has no idea where it's going. But if you pick a boat that has a captain who's got a destination, he knows exactly what, you know, what island or whatever he's taking the boat to, then that boat has some, a destination to go to. There's a known point that it's heading for. You know, it has direction and aim and purpose. It's not just floating aimlessly wherever the waves take it. I know that's a maybe a silly analogy, but it's true. Without specific achievable goals for your music career, you're just floating aimlessly. So you want to set goals and they don't have to be major goals. You know, you don't have to set things that seem impossible or unlikely for you to do. Sometimes just setting a little goal like I'm going to practice every day or I'm going to write, you know, one song a month or I'm going to learn um, a new piece of music theory, you know, one one new piece of music theory each week to improve my songwriting. Whatever it is, just set it down. And here's a big thing. Put it in writing. It's one thing to hold it in your head and to say, oh, I'm going to do this. But if you actually write it down, your chances of actually achieving that goal skyrocket. I forget what the percentage is. I think it's like 90%. I've read one one time before. People who actually write down their goals are that much more likely to achieve them because it's it's written, it's documented. It's not just a thought that's held in your head. You're actually acting on it by writing it down. There's something about that that triggers in your mind that, okay, I've set this goal, it's written down. Um, if you want to, you can put it in your memo, you know, your notes app on your phone, but just document it somewhere, you know, physically so that you can see it, not just in your mind's eye, and set a goal again. It could be a simple goal. It could be a major goal. It could be like, I'm going to write an album this year and I'm going to go on tour, you know, in the summer of next year, whatever it is, but set specific and achievable goals for yourself related to your music career. Okay. So whether it's releasing a certain number of songs in a year or reaching a certain number of listeners, you know, on your social media, having goals and striving for them can be motivating. You now you have a destination that you're shooting for. You have something to aim for, like that island that that boat's going to. Again, otherwise you're just floating around wherever the wind blows and you have no idea where you're going and no idea if you've even gotten there. So that's the other point, uh, important point about goals. When you know what you're shooting for, you can test or um, see your progress. If you have goals set, you know that you're moving, you're progressing towards them or you're not, you know, maybe you're moving in the wrong direction. You can correct that then if you know what you're trying to achieve. But if you have no idea what you're trying to achieve, you don't know if you're getting any better, improving or progressing or becoming successful. Um, the moment that you know what your, your goal is that you have set for yourself, you can be a success no matter how slow it takes or how long it takes or how slow you have to go. But at least you know you're moving in the right direction. So that's number two ways to stay motivated. Set goals so that you have something to be motivated towards. All right. Number three, stay connected with your faith. 
if you're a Christian musician, chances are the music that you're writing is informed and inspired by your faith, whether it's a worship song, whether it's just a personal song about your life. Chances are, whether it's overtly or covertly Christian, I'll say, you know, some people write lyrics that are definitely Christian. You know, you're mentioning God, you're talking about his forgiveness or his love or his compassion or his faithfulness, or you're writing a song that doesn't mention God by name specifically, but it might just be a song about your life, but there's echoes of God's influence on your life in those lyrics. So whether it's overt or covert in terms of your lyrics, you want to stay connected with your faith because that's going to inform your music, both the lyrics and and the tunes and the melodies and everything that you sing. When you're singing or, or writing um, tunes from your heart, from the inspiration that God has put on your heart. So you want to continuously draw inspiration from your Christian faith. And the only way to do that is to keep your faith connected to God and growing. If you're languishing in your faith, the Christian inspiration and influence on your music is going to languish as well. You want to reflect on your spiritual journey and incorporate those experiences into your music. So that could be daily devotions. You could be keeping a journal, praying daily, um, reading the Bible, whatever you need to do to stay connected to God on a daily and regular basis. Um, doesn't have to be daily. That's best. But as long as it's consistent um, and consecutive, you're keeping this up. It's you know, again, you're maintaining your faith and your connection with God, that connection is going to feed into your music and into the inspiration that you have for your music. So keeping that um, Christian faith connection is our point number three. That's a way to stay motivated in your creation and your music. All right, point number four. How about attending worship gatherings? Have you guys ever noticed that if you regularly participate in worship services, how it can rejuvenate your connection to your faith and provide musical inspiration. Have you ever noticed how when you're in a group, um, whether it's at a concert or just a Sunday morning um, church service, when you're worshiping together with a whole group of people, you feel the energy of the crowd, you know, whether they're fellow believers or the, the concert goers, whatever it is, whatever that venue or that event is, you feel that combined connection and inspiration that everyone else around you is feeling as you're worshiping God and, and, and listening to this music. And that can inspire you. The connection and the faith of other people around you, again, kind of like collaboration, but experiencing that with other people together in gathering is a great way to be inspired yourself. Sometimes when you do everything on your own, again, you get stuck because you can only get so far by yourself and you need people to come alongside you and to help you over those little ruts and those little blocks in the road. And sometimes when you're, you know, you're just down, maybe you're depressed, someone can come alongside you, grab you by the hand and say, come on, I, I can show you how God has gotten me over that exact same thing. And their expression of faith can help you get through that as well. And that's, again, that's going to inspire and motivate you on your faith and your connection in God, like we just talked about in the previous point. And that's only going to help to intensify the connection that you have and provide musical inspiration for you. So point number four is to attend worship gatherings or group concerts and group settings like that. All right, number five, diversify your music styles. So this is a really good one. If you're stuck kind of in your own music style, again, doesn't matter what it is, whether you're a band or a singer, songwriter, you know, per, like individual performer, 
chances are you probably have a, a singular style, you know, whether it's rock or rap or R&B or country, who knows? It could be any musical style, but you probably tend to generally write in um, one or maybe just a few musical styles. One of the ways that you can um, kind of break up the monotony and get new ideas and new inspiration is to diversify your music style a little bit. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to give up your music style. You know, if you're a folk artist and that's what you love to do, it doesn't mean you suddenly have to, to become a hip-hop artist. But it's, it's just learning new ideas and creative ways that are outside the box, you know, out-of-the-box thinking, um, things that you never would have tried in your individual style, whatever that may be, even if it's a personal style. Sometimes just bringing in an, an, bringing in an element from another style um, that's very different from yours can actually create incredible new creations because you're learning to fuse um, and combine things that have never been heard before. And again, if you've exhausted, you know, your, your musical capacity or your, ins your inspiration, at least for this moment in your life as a writer, sometimes you just need one fresh idea. I'll give you a really simple and crazy example. A band I was in years and years ago, we had written so many songs, you know, at that point, I don't know, but you know, I know at one point we had written about 40 songs, but I just remember being at a point where we're like, we, we don't know what else to do. We were stuck. We had, you know, written all these songs, kind of exhausted um, the combinations of chords that we knew at that point. You know, I was a, a new, brand new songwriter and like, I, I just didn't have any original ideas. And the one thing I did to break out of that rut was I just opened up a chord book, picked one new chord out. I remember it was an A7 chord. I mean, I don't know why I didn't know an A7 chord at that point, but I was just learning. And um, I played that chord, and by itself it wasn't anything, but when I added that into the other chords that I knew, I'd created a whole new chord progression because I'd never used that one chord before. And that probably sounds really silly and simple, but just that one chord created a whole new you know, combination of possibilities for me in chord progressions and musically that we were able to write you know, several new songs. We, we wrote one song right away by just adding that one chord into the mix. So again, it's sort of silly, sort of a simple example, but that's one way that um, incorporating, and that's not even a new genre, that's just a musical element. But imagine incorporating a different and diverse musical element from another genre into your personal genre, how that could completely change the landscape of your music. And again, it doesn't have to, you don't have to change genres, you're just using an element from another one. But if you're stuck and you're like, I need a new fresh idea, sometimes that's the way to go. So experiment with different musical genres and styles to keep your creativity flowing. Even if you don't use those ideas in your next composition, sometimes just experimenting with them, learning something from another style will just unlock new ideas for you and get the creative juices flowing. So you're combining contemporary sounds um, with Christian themes can lead to unique and inspiring compositions. So again, even if you just use it as a songwriting exercise, you might be surprised at how it gets your creativity flowing. So try that. Diversify your music styles. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be back with five more ideas for how to stay motivated and inspired as a Christian musician, and we'll also have the answers to those three <laughs> Christian music trivia questions. We'll be right back. 
All right, welcome back to the Artist Impact Podcast here at Notespire Radio. Again, I'm your host, Nate Miller, and we've been talking about 10 ways to stay motivated and inspired as an independent Christian musician. All right, so we're on number six. Number six, seek feedback and mentorship. So again, I think this is most important if you're an uh, individual independent musician. So like say a singer, songwriter, or just, you know, somebody who's by themselves. It's also important as a band, as a group, whether you're two people, five people, whatever, getting feedback, an outside view, or even a mentor, somebody who has a little more experience than you, who's gone this path before you, and they, they can speak into what you're doing out of experience or just knowledge and wisdom. Sometimes that helps to get you out of a rut and get motivated and inspired again. One of the ways you can do that is by joining music communities or connecting with mentors who can provide constructive criticism and guidance. You know, let them in, whoever it is, if it's a person or a group, let them in on what you're doing. Let them see maybe a video of your performance or let them come out and watch you perform. Play your songs for them. Um, just say, hey, check out my song and, and see what you think of it. Are the lyrics strong? Is the melody strong? Is the hook good and strong? What, you know, whatever you're stuck on, Ask somebody for independent feedback, you know, an outside ear, an outside eye. Ask them about your stage presence. How do we look on stage? Are we connecting with the crowd? Is the message behind the songs that we've written clear? And is it connecting in your perspective? Learning from others can help you grow as a musician. So again, these are all opportunities to grow. When you get stuck and you're not motivated or inspired anymore, you know, you're not growing anymore. You've you've plateaued or whatever. The last thing you want to want to do is to atrophy or to go backwards. You know, you can kind of hold your ground and paddle water there for a little while and take a break if you need to. But if you don't move forward, eventually you're going to move back, um, stagnate and just drop off. So you want to move forward. You want to keep staying inspired and motivated. So one of the ways you can do that is to learn as a musician and learn from others to help you grow. So you want to continue growing and moving forward. So seek feedback, constructive criticism or mentorship from another person or another group. All right, number seven, embrace technology. Stay up to date with music production tools and software that might help you to enhance your music. Um, some of you out there, you guys are techies. You like to use the latest you know, technology and software, whether it's um, recording software, it could be pedals, it could be other kinds of tools. It, it all depends on what type of music you're doing and, and what um, capacity you're doing it at in terms of like recording or just um, playing live or whatever. There's all kinds of tools and technology you can use. Everything from digital guitars, you know, that use um, onboard processors and, and sound effects and things like that to recording software that will allow you to manipulate your sound to stomp boxes and other guitar effects processors or um, any other onboard gear. Um, synthesizers, things like that. Like, there's so many different things that you can use out there to enhance what you're doing. If you're a techie, you're probably already into that. If you're not, like, especially if you're just like, you know, hey man, I just play. It's just me and my acoustic guitar and you know a microphone. Maybe <laughs> you you haven't really embraced any of this technology, and it can be daunting. I'll admit. I mean, sometimes when I started looking at uh, foot pedals, you know, stomp boxes and things like things like that, guitar effects processors. All you have to do is open up a catalog, say it's like Sweetwater or something like that, and you will be overwhelmed by the number of possible effects out there. It's almost like a path like, oh man, I don't want to go down this because it's never ending. There's hundreds of pedals and they're all so expensive. And like, once you go down this path, are you ever going to get out? <laughs> so 
I get it. I get it. The, you know, the feeling of being um, overwhelmed. But uh, again, talk to somebody else. If you have no idea how to use technology or what's even available, like what it can do for you, talk to somebody else that you know um, who is using this. Or you can go online, go on YouTube, start looking up guitar effects if you're a guitarist. Um, look, at, look at reviews for guitar effects processors or, or stomp boxes or other things like recording software and any other gear that's out there. Um, just start doing searches and see what other people are using and what it does, um, how it helps to not only manipulate their sound, but give them new ideas because it's created like a new, almost like a new color on your palette as an artist. Technology is a great thing. You know, maybe you don't want to totally rely on it, but it can be a tool. It doesn't have to take over your music. You know, you might be a diehard analog fan. I I just want to play organically. I want to play a real instrument. I don't want to get, you know, dive into the computer generated stuff. I'm there right I'm right there with you. I love technology. I love what it can do for us, but I'm not about to rely on it totally, but it can do a lot of cool things for your music. And it's one way to um just open up a completely new path for you if you've never explored it before. So look at, um, again, stay up to date with music production tools and software and um, exploring new technology can open up fresh creative avenues. Again, it's just one more tool that um, might be different than what you're already doing and it'll just give you new fresh ideas and new sounds that you can do new things with. All right, that was number eight. Oh no, sorry, that was number seven. Number eight is perform live and online. All right, so engage with your audience through live performances, whether in person or via online streaming platforms. All right, well, you know, maybe you're a musician and you've written all these songs and you're like, well, now what do I do? You just feel stuck because you've written music, you know, you honed your craft, but what do you do with it now? You know, you got to get out there and play this for, for people. Again, like the point says, it could be, you know, online, you can set up a stream, whether it's live streaming on Facebook or YouTube or another um, platform. If you don't want to get in front of people, but you're okay being in front of a camera, or you can perform live in person in front of people. Again, there's a whole, that's a whole different thing than just playing for yourself or playing for just a few friends, like in your bedroom or something like that. If you're looking to motivate yourself as a musician, there's nothing uh, more motivating than having to prepare <laughs> To, to play in front of a crowd, especially if you've never done it before. So, and even if you have, I think that experience is new and unique each time you do it. No matter how seasoned you are in terms of getting up in front of people, you know, each, each event and situation like that is different. Um, they, they each come with their own unique characteristics because the venue might be different. The people that show up are different. How they interact with you could be different. Um, sometimes they might be really into what you're doing and cheering depending on your music um other times they might be completely you know static sitting there just staring at the ground or like not even paying attention to you um i've seen that happen before you know go to a coffee house with an open mic and sometimes people aren't they aren't there to uh listen to the music they're there to hang out with friends and drink coffee and just talk so it can be anything from very encouraging to very discouraging but the experience of that is I think important for every musician to go through. So if you haven't had that experience, that's definitely something that you should do to grow as a musician. And again, 
if you have that to look forward to, that goal, I'm going to perform in front my music, my original music, or even your covers in front of people. You know that that's you know that's the goal that you're moving towards. That's going to give you motivation. You got to work hard at making sure you have the songs down that you can play them in front of people. Are you going to speak before and after songs and in between songs? What are you going to say to them? Um, how do you introduce yourself? How do you set the songs up? How do you interact with the crowd? There's a lot of different things there. So again, um, if you've never experienced that or never tried that, that's a great way to stretch yourself as a musician, but also gives you something to shoot for and to aim for so that you can be motivated in your music. All right. So that was number eight, perform live or online. All right. Number nine, study successful Christian musicians. This is a great one. So Analyze the careers and journeys of successful Christian artists for inspiration and insight into their paths to success. So again, if you're feeling stuck and you're like, I don't know what to do next, or like how, you know, what am I missing to move me forward? And how do these other artists make it? Like, you know, what, what makes this other person so popular or so well received? Sometimes just studying what they've done, you know, the successful musicians that you like or that you look up to start analyzing what they've done in their career um you can find articles about them sometimes you can find interviews online whether that's on youtube or whatever or even written articles from um, online magazines where they've been interviewed and people have asked them what was you know what's the secret to your success or just ask them questions about their musical journey and how they got to where they got learning that from your heroes or even just the people that you look up to or the people who have gone before you is a great way to learn new things. You can um, learn things that will help you to save a lot of time and energy because other people have gone through them before. And sometimes learning from someone's professional experience is going to be a great shortcut so that you don't make the same mistakes. So that's another important thing. Not only learning from their successes, but also their failures. What were the things that they did wrong? A lot of times people will bring them up in interviews and say like, hey, look, I made so many mistakes and I learned from learned the hard way because I did this for whatever, 10, 15, 20 years. And then I finally, you know, found success because of this, this one thing, or because I, I did these two or three things or because of whatever, find out what those things are. Again, look at magazines, you know, physical magazines, if you can find them, find interviews online, both written and a video and start analyzing and breaking down what um, led to the success of these other artists. And then use these things to inspire and motivate you to become successful yourself. And sometimes, you know, you can do exactly what they did. And sometimes you have to modify that to fit your certain situation, but it should help you to spark new and creative ideas for your own musical career. All right. Finally, number 10, we've been talking about 10 ways to stay motivated and inspired as an independent Christian musician. So number 10 is to maintain a consistent schedule. And man, how many times have we talked about being consistent, right? Remaining consistent. So a consistent schedule can help you stay motivated, right? Establish a routine for practicing, for writing, and promoting your music. And consistency can help you stay on track and motivate it throughout your career. Again, this goes back to that thing about goals. If you have no idea what you're aiming for, you know, you don't know what your destination is. You don't have to have everything figured out, obviously. But if you don't have certain touch points, like what are you aiming at? Am I, am I trying to write an album? 
Am I trying to improve my stage performance? Am I trying to book gigs? Am I trying to get my name out there? Am I trying to promote myself on social media? Um, am I trying to find a band to play with? Am I trying to find a songwriting partner? Uh, whatever it is. Without knowing those things, you can't set goals and set steps to move towards those things. And if you don't have those things to move forward, you can't be consistent. So when we're talking about, about practicing, hopefully you've heard this before, but it's always more efficient and more effective and powerful if you practice for shorter periods of time consistently than it would be to just do like a long like three-hour practice session and then don't practice for days or weeks after that. So you would make more progress if we're using the example of practicing. If you were to practice 10, day, 10, yeah, 10, days, 10 minutes a day and do that three to five times a week, then you would if you were to practice for eight hours one day and not practice again for another week. So consistency, no matter how small those increments are, doing them consistently and consecutively is going to be way more effective no matter what you're doing. And that goes for practicing, that goes for writing. You know, if you have trouble writing, whether it's music or lyrics, you know, just writing when you feel inspired, that's great because maybe your best work comes out when you're inspired. But if you don't set time, set a consistent time to sit down and say, I'm going to write, whether it's good or bad, I'm just going to force myself to write this amount of time, you know, this many times a week or a month or whatever. You're never going to be consistent and you're never going to grow because you don't set those goals for yourself. Writing when you're inspired will create greatness in terms of inspired pieces, but you're never going to grow as a writer and you're never going to be as productive as you can be unless you exercise that muscle. And the only way to do that is to be consistent. Again, even if you sit down to write and what comes out never gets used because it's no good at least you you forced yourself to sit down and do it. And you know what? Every time you do that, you're creating a muscle and you're going to grow that muscle. And by the time that muscle continues to grow, eventually you're going to get to the point when you sit down, like you just, you're going to come up with something that is worthwhile because you've practiced at it over and over again. But that only comes with consistency, not with haphazardness of like here and there. So that goes for practicing, that goes for writing, that goes for promoting your music. Again, if you po make a post online once a week, you're only going to get what you put into it. You know, you, you reap what you sow. So if you post once, especially because of the algorithms, only a few people are going to see that. They might not see it at all, and you're not going to get much feedback. But what if you, if you were to post two or three times a week or every day, and you do that consistently? Even if you did that consistently just for, you know, a month, you're going to get way more traction than you would if you posted just once a week for three months. So again, give it a try. Pick something, some aspect of your music, whether it's writing or practicing or social media promotion or whatever it is. Pick one thing, set a goal, map it out, set the, the time range that you want to do for and uh, make it consecutive. And then at the end of that period, if it's a month, if it's three months, if it's a half a year, a year, look back and see the progress you've made. And I bet you will be completely surprised. And again, having those set goals is going to keep you motivated because you have something to look forward to. You have something pushing you saying, oh, I got to make a post today. So I have to come up with content. If you don't give yourself an option, if you say, well, I'm going to just post when I feel like it, you, then there's no motivation to come up with a creative post or you might not do it at all. But if you say, I've committed to posting three times a week to promote my music say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 
just say, for example, you know, Monday comes, you've posted, great. Tuesday comes, you don't need to post. Wednesday comes, eh, okay, I put a post out. And then Friday comes, like, I don't feel like it. Well, you've committed, you have to do it. Even if you don't feel like it, it's going to force you to stay motivated because you have, you've committed and you said, I have to do this. And if you consistently do that, again, it's like a muscle. It's just going to become natural and easier to do it. And it's going to keep your creative juices flowing and you're going to stay inspired and motivated. All right. So those are 10 ideas for staying motivated and inspired as a Christian musician. Let's go over those real quickly as we close here. So one was collaborate with other musicians. Two, set clear, defined, and achievable goals. Three, stay connected with your faith. Four, attend worship gatherings or concerts. Five, diversify your music styles. Six, seek feedback and mentorship. Seven, embrace technology. Eight, perform live or online. Nine, study successful Christian musicians. And finally, 10, maintain a consistent schedule. All right, so I hope some of those ideas were helpful for you guys. Even if there's only one that has helped you to stay motivated or inspired, then we have done our job to help you have a greater impact in what you do. All right, we're going to end this episode with those uh, three Christian music trivia questions. See if you guys had the answers. All right, the first question was, which Christian rapper gained widespread recognition for his album called Anomaly with hits like the song I'll Find You? Anybody know? The answer is Lecrae. Yeah, Lecrae is the Christian rapper known for these songs and his album called Anomaly. Um, how many of you guys out there listen to Lecrae? I'm very familiar with him by name. Um, I think I've heard some of his music, but uh, I'm, I'm not a big hip-hop fan or um, a rap fan, so I, had, I don't really listen to him. But um, I understand that he's very popular among Christian hip-hop artists and rappers, and he's been a great inspiration to many of them. All right, number two, the question is, what Christian band known for their blend of rock and worship music released the album called Zion featuring the song Oceans? All right, that is Hillsong United. And I didn't give the whole title, the song Oceans and in parentheses, Where Feet May Fail. Many of you, if you know the song Oceans, you're going to recognize that right away from that. Not You won't need the subtitle, Where Feet May Fail. So that is Hillsong United. Yeah, so they're, they're known for that song, among many other ones as well. And uh, they're a Christian band. Um, with a blend of rock and worship music. A lot of their songs are done on Sunday mornings in uh, in Christian churches that use contemporary Christian music as worship songs. How about number three? Who is the Christian music artist behind the song I Can Only Imagine, which became a crossover hit on mainstream charts? So again, this song um, was not only a hit in Christian music, but also on mainstream radio. Who was the artist behind I Can Only Imagine? That was, of course, the, the band Mercy Me. And uh, yeah, I, th I bet many of you got that out there. I know we had that one before because I remember talking about, um, it didn't ask this specifically, but it, it asked about Mercy Me because I remember saying, the <laughs> whenever I hear the song, I can only imagine, I can only think of Tim Hawkins' version, which is called I Can Only Eat Margarine. And um, I remember I told you guys in a previous episode, if you're a Mercy Me fan, don't listen to Tim Hawkins' parody because it will ruin that song for you. Because I can't, I can't hear that song anymore without hearing those lyrics. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed those um, questions. And uh, we'll, we'll have three more for you the next time. So again, I hope you guys were helped by today's episode. Again, if you're stuck, if you feel stuck in terms of your, your writing or your composition or um, promoting yourself online, 
and you need help, one of the things that you can do beyond the 10 um, suggestions that we gave you today is you can reach out to us at notespiremusic.com. We help with songwriting, collaborating on songwriting. Um, we can do composition, arrangement, recording. Um, we also do artist development and promotion. So if you need help with any of those things, um, we can do music videos, both performance and lyric videos, and uh, a lot of other things. If you want to find out more about what we do, just visit notespiremusic.com. Um, the other thing we can do is we can interview you. We um, we have an, another podcast called The Artist Insight, where we interview independent Christian musicians like yourself to get you a little more exposure. That will go on our podcast, that will go out to other radio stations, but it also is played on our radio station, which is WNSMDB, Notespire Radio. You can find that at notespireradio.com, and um, you can listen to that 24-7. We feature independent Christian musicians just like you. And there, there you go. If you, there's another way to stay inspired and motivated. Um, if you're looking for good music to listen to, maybe, maybe you're not a big fan of CCM or like um, mainstream Christian radio, or you, you are, but you've just kind of like exhausted it because they play the same music all the time. And maybe you want to, um, learn or you want to hear what other independent Christian artists are doing, not may, maybe the mainstream artist. Check out Notespire Radio. Listen to what other independent artists like you are doing, and maybe you'll get some new ideas. You can feel inspired by what they do, and that might motivate you to say, hey, these guys are on Notespire Radio, and so could I. You might be inspired to know that the songs that you have already, if you feel that they're not radio-friendly or radio-ready, might be perfect for radio already. Check out Notespire Radio, and if you hear songs that sound just like yours and you think, I want to put my music out there as well, Contact us at info at notespiremusic.com and we'll check it out. We'll see if it's a good fit for our radio catalog and we'll let you know. And who knows, maybe your song will be live on the air on Notespire Radio and you can share that with all your friends. All right, again, check us out at notespiremusic.com or email us directly at info at notespiremusic.com. Thanks again for joining me for another Artist Impact podcast. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it and learned something new or just got encouraged by something that you already knew, stay motivated, guys, and stay inspired in, in what you're doing because you're writing music with a purpose. You know, God has given you the talents that you have and inspired you to do stuff in his name for his glory and to bless other people. So if there's any way that we can help, again, reach out to us, you know, even if it's beyond the things that we talked about today, reach out to us and let us help you if you need help staying motivated in what you're doing. Um, or if you just need help to move forward because you've exhausted everything that you can do on your own, maybe we can help. And I'm sure we can in some way. So reach out to us again at um, notespiremusic.com. Until then, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And we will see you guys soon for another Artist Impact Podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for the Artist Impact Podcast, a production of Notespire Music, LLC. At Notespire Music, we empower independent Christian musicians to grow their God-given music potential by refining their craft and extending their music ministry reach. Notespire Music, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. For more information, visit notespiremusic.com. And join us next time for the Notespire Music Artist Impact.